I think Lamar will play. But if you ask me, should he play? It depends on if the, the whole starting O line is going to be out there. If if they're not, no way. Because this Washington football team, that D line is dangerous. Yeah. Okay, they're dangerous and they're aggressive. And Chase Young has been dreaming about hitting Lamar Jackson. So if Ronnie Stanley ain't going to be out there, Lamar can sit on the sideline with him. With him. With him. It's the lunch break hot take with Jose and Rodney. Okay, okay, what's going on, LBHT crew B? What is going on? What's going on, man? It's Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hope your week is going well. Hope your week is doing doing wonderful, doing great. But if not, hopefully it starts to get better starting right now. We have another preseason show. This is gonna be mainly uh it's gonna be mainly Lamar Ravens. Got some Panthers. We're going to be talking about both games coming up. Lamar Jackson, will he be starting this week? Robbie Anderson getting the bag. But first, B, man, uh, yes, we. I, I'm looking at the comments now. Some people are, are mad that we started late. Yes, look, guys, uh, here's the thing. Uh, we started right on time. We started right on time. ABC Death, <laughs> thank you for joining the live stream, man. Uh, we started on time. We said it last week that we have to start the shows a little bit later moving forward. At least temporarily, seven fifteen. Just fifteen minutes. Just fifteen minutes. Our man Garnet West is in the house. What's going on, Garnet? And and listen, if you want that fifteen minutes back, Patreon.com. No, like, we're, we're gonna. You know, we're, we're still going the, uh, the regular regular time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek Wesley, what's going on? But he brings up the point. He brings up, brings up a point. Okay. Uh, uh, if, if if you want to set time, uh, you want that set in stone. There's a way you can help us uh, achieve that. And that's patreon.com slash LBHT show. Make sure you sign up for as little as $3 a month. Okay. If you really want to help out, you know, $10, tell your friends. <laughs> uh, Derek said he's working on his, uh, his, the gospel for the Panthers Bible. Yes. Derek is working on a Panthers, a Panthers. Is it a Bible? It's, it's more of a, uh, like a history type of thing right yeah you know the gospels in the bible you know little you know chapters for for all the major players and events in panthers history yeah uh, yeah the dark dark history of the carolina panthers it's yeah. all right it's yeah. okay though Ray Veron is here he says you can't figure out 4.3 speed and catch <laughs> it talking about lamar because I, I guess we can talk about that oh look who's here oh oh i was oh you guys are coming in too fast what's going on guys what's going on <laughs> What's, what's up, going guys, on? Our guy Eric L. What's going on, Eric L? Good what's to up, see you, Eric? man. Thanks for joining the live stream. We got RTV in here. Man, everybody's here. Go Ravens. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Tony Hendo. Panthers prayer is needed. Yes. And Cornell Russ. He said the set is dope. Looking good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. So uh, a couple of things before we get started. Um uh, shout out to the Panthers Nation podcast. You're going to start seeing a few more Panthers fans in here because they've been helping the channel grow. Um, they've been sending a lot of uh, a lot of support for B over here. They, 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 right. told their, they told their guys they need more Panthers fans over here. He, he, <laughs> B needs the support. Okay. So as they start to come in here, uh, we, we're already giving you the content. We're, we're giving you Panthers content. We're going to continue to give you Panthers content. Ravens fans, I need you to show out too. Go tell your friends. We need, <laughs> we need, some, we need some reinforcements over here, okay? Um, but yeah, guys, we are on the road to 1,000 subscribers. We are at 725 last I checked. 
Okay, so if any of you guys in here are new, thank you for coming through. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. All right, tell your friends. And also, you can follow us on all of our social medias. Above the Patreon is at LBHT Show. That's where you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok. We, have, we don't have any TikTok videos yet, but we're working on that. It's all at LBHT Show. Okay, so make sure you sign up or right, follow Derek. us. Yes, yes, yes. Derek is an OG. He's been supporting from, from the Anchor Podcast. Okay. What's up, Deshaun? <laughs> Deshaun, what's going on? All right. What's up, Emphasis? Emphasis, what's going on? Appreciate you coming through. Another patron of ours. Okay. Shout out to all the patrons that are in here, man. We we appreciate you guys. We don't usually give uh we don't go by name by name like you usually see and, and thank everybody, but thank you very much for being a patron. Uh yes. you guys already know how much we appreciate you guys. So yeah, man. Um keep supporting. LBHT crew, yes, Davon. What's going what's up, on? Dave all right. So let's get into it. <laughs> but if you're new and, and it's the first time seeing the show, we like to start the show with a black history fact every week. All right. B has a black history fact for you. Yeah. Uh, just a, a real quick one. Uh, just a, a story that you may may not have heard too much about. Uh, coming up on August 30th is the anniversary of the death of a slave named Gabriel. Uh, he also went by Gabriel or, or was known as Gabriel Prosser. Uh, Prosser being the the name of the the plantation owner who owned Gabriel, uh, and the reason his story is significant is, you know, he was born in 1776 uh, or 1775. You know, the records aren't exact, um, but you know, a lot of big things happening in the uh, in the U.S. around that time. You know, a lot of talk about freedom and and you know, everybody getting you know being treated fairly. You know. Um, except for black people, but Gabriel was, uh, you know, he was a, a, a six foot one, six foot two guy. They said he was, he was, you know, a, a born leader, uh, very intelligent, uh, skilled. You know, he, he learned to read. He was one of the 5% of slaves who, who actually learned how to read. He became a blacksmith. So he was very valuable uh, to, to his owner. Right. Um, while he was out, because what would happen is, you know, if they, if the plantation didn't need all the slaves there, they would kind of contract them out in the city or to, to, you know, other, other plantations or something like that. And, you know, to make a little bit of money. So Gabriel would work in, uh, Richmond or near Richmond as a blacksmith. And he was allowed to keep, uh, you know, a portion of his wages and the rest went back to the plantation. But while he was working in Richmond, you know, he heard all the talk about revolution and, you know, you heard Thomas Jefferson talking about uh, all men are created equal and all the, all this thing, you know, there, there were, he was working among freedmen. And so, you know, he would hear talk, he would join in the talk. And eventually he decided all the slaves should be free. Uh, and right around his 24th uh, birthday, when he was 24 years old, he decided he was going to organize a rebellion uh, and he was going to try to free all of the slaves in Virginia. And, you know, he, they kind of put word out uh, to all the different plantations, you know, all the different uh, areas. And they were trying to just amass a, a, a rather large force. Right. And they were going to march on, Virginia, the, the, you know, the plan was to kill their their uh, plantation owners first and then march to the capital, take over the armory and 
kidnap or hold hostage future president James Monroe until he agreed to free all of the slaves in Virginia. Uh, unfortunately, uh, on the day uh, of the rebellion, they say a biblical type uh, storm hit Virginia. Uh, caused all kinds of flooding, you know, it cut their communication lines. And then on top of that, a couple of slaves who were involved decided to uh, rat Gabriel out. Uh, and they, they, you know, they told their master what was going on. Uh, you know, once the storm cleared, people, the militia came to round up all of the conspirators. Gabriel actually escaped for a while, uh, w- went down river, was hiding on a ship and was dimed out by another slave. Uh, he was captured and eventually hanged along with about 22 other uh, people who were involved. Uh, so that's the, you know, the kind of short version. There's a lot more to the story. Um, but like I said, it's just the anniversary is coming up. If you want to learn a little bit more about our history and, and a very interesting story, go ahead and look up Gabriel Prosser. All right. That is your black history fact. And our man living legend is here. Uncle Thomas English muffins. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so I I just added this. I we this was not on the uh, the docket to talk about today, but I see the comments, and you guys love just just eating up all that media BS that you see out there from mainstream media about <laughs> Lamar. Okay, so there it is. The media continues to hate on Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Like guys, we we did a video. We did a video. You should check it out. I'll probably uh, I'll probably put that in the, in the description later uh, on the media's obsession with Lamar Jackson. Okay, mm-hmm. and we explained it. There are three main things that I broke it down into three layers. Uh, the first layer uh, is the obvious one: is race. Okay, this is this is deeply rooted in into the NFL. That's the first one. Second one is is clicks. The media just wants clicks. Yeah. Lamar's a polarizing. A player, he's he's very popular, and they know if they use his name, it will get clicks. So that's 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 really the main reason. That's the main reason they know. If they say Lamar, you're gonna click on it. Not just yeah. us, everybody. Everybody loves. Uh, I mean, they love Lamar Jackson. They love talking about him. They love watching him. They love him. Yes. That's the main reason. Third reason is the need to be right. The media's need to be right. They got it completely wrong on Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. and. There's a lot of egg on the face. And instead of just saying, hey, look, we just got it wrong. Let's move on. They want to find some victory in in this whole thing because they are they were completely wrong. And this is why me yes. and BSA don't go 100 percent in in one direction, no matter how you feel about something. When you guys are arguing with us about Prochet or Justin Houston or whatever, don't go all the way in on it because you could just be completely wrong. If me and B get it wrong about these guys, one well, well, for me, I'm a Raiders fan. I'm, I'm happy about that. Like if Prochet comes in and turns into that Antonio Brown type of player, that makes me happy. If Justin yeah. Houston can be Justin Houston from 2014, that makes me happy. Okay. Right. If Oway can be, I don't even want to say Julius Peppers because <laughs> that's never going to happen. It. But, do it. but <laughs> that would make me happy. So, but for the media, they just completely wrote off Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And now they, I mean, their credibility is kind of shot. A little bit, right? Some of these guys that that you trust as analysts and they respect as analysts, it's just like, damn, you don't know what you're talking about. So now they're trying to find little ways to to show that they were still right about it. So I mean, look, guys, <laughs> this this is why I hate mainstream media, man. I I hate it. Like I, I I didn't even want to talk about it. It's such nonsense. But I get it, man. Like you know, 
you guys watch it. It's it's everywhere, and and you guys want to discuss it, and you can come in here and discuss it, man. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Yes. And we got some comments here, Eric saying thank you. Let's never forget our story. Absolutely. Thank uh, you. you know, want to want to keep highlighting stories that that you know we really don't get taught at all in this country. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and you know just with what you're saying about Lamar, you know it was the same thing with Cam Newton. Right. And it's yes. still going on to this day. I, I don't know if you saw, but Cam, uh, he violated some protocols. And so he had to stay away from the facility for five days, uh, something with you know being tested somewhere where he wasn't necessarily supposed to be tested, something like that. Yes. Uh, and so Mac Jones went out there and had a good day of practice against the New York Giants. And immediately it was just Mac Jones just won the job and, and like, you know, like, like celebrating it, you know, like cannot wait for 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 cam to to get what's coming to him and you know for for running around smiling all these years and doing all this charity work and just playing well and sacrificing his body for the game and everything you know yeah. it's just they, they delight in in you know thinking that maybe he's he's done yeah cam newton is is really i mean it didn't start with cam newton obviously but cam newton was where it really caught my attention like really really caught my attention i mean well it first caught my attention when david McNabb just first came out and just said hey look black black quarterbacks gotta do more than their their, their white counterparts yeah right that i mean and everybody was against him on that man i remember a lot of quarterbacks at the time you had jason campbell you had you had vince young they're all and vince young i think he was like a rookie at the time he didn't know yeah. any better but they're all like oh no i don't agree with that this isn't that yeah okay all right i mean that was spitting the truth well, yeah, to be fair, they weren't really at a, at a point in their careers where they could just come out and, and agree with that. Um, right, 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 right. Yeah. But um, when Cam came into the league, that's when it was painfully obvious to a lot of people, right? Because I remember they made made a big deal about his play calling. Remember that? And they're just like, well, who was it? Was, was he in Gruden, the Gruden's camp or something like that? Like the yeah, QB camp? So. Yeah. Or, or, or Gruden's grind or whatever. He did that interview. And What's up, was, Tanja? What's up, Tanja? Us too. And um, he was asking him about uh, different different types of plays that he called. And he said, I, right. I never really called anything too complex in, in college. That's just not what we ran. And I remember they made a such a big deal about that. Oh, he doesn't know right. complex play calls. He doesn't know how to do this, this and that. Oh, how's he going to how's he going to make it in the league? And his first year or first two games, he threw like three or four hundred yards in those games. Right? Yeah. Four hundred yards his first couple of games. And like but yeah, it, it was just this immediate rush to say that Cam Newton's not smart enough to be an NFL quarterback. And yeah. then, you know, you you go on the other end with uh, old sunshine, Jared Goff, who <laughs> didn't even know how to take a snap. And it was, oh, no, he'll be OK. He's got the talent and they'll work with him. And, you know, he's a franchise quarterback. And I do want to stop here. We did get a cash app. Uh, so I want to say uh, thank you. Just love your work, brothers. And man, we really, really appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate that. Also, I didn't mention it. If you see a pinned comment, you should if you're on YouTube. Uh, that is how we do our Super Chat, okay? Uh, super Chat isn't enabled. And even when we hit uh, the point where we can enable Super Chat, we're not going to turn it on. If you want, If you want to donate... You want to highlight a comment, you hit up that Streamlab. Hit up that Streamlab, donate on there. We will read your comment on air. Very soon, there will be graphics. So when you donate through uh, Streamlabs, uh, there'll be something that comes up on the screen. We, ha we haven't quite figured out how we want it set up yet, but there'll be something on the screen. So your comment will be read. Super Chat sometimes can get missed, right? As we grow, we're not going to be able to read every comment, even Super Chats. I know if you watch some of these bigger channels, you watch Engraven and stuff like that. We're not Engraven yet, but, you know, Engraven, you know, uh, 
for Dusko, all these, these channels, sometimes you're going to miss uh, a super chat. It's not on purpose. It's just, you know, we're busy doing the show and, and comments come up. Yeah. So, by fast. but the Streamlabs will help with that. Streamlabs will help with that. So you you make the donation, it just pops up, okay, and we can read right. it. All right. Um, yeah, but Cam is the same thing. Yeah, uh, fake smile. Remember that dude, no, no Rocky or whatever his yeah. name was, yeah. said he had, you know he had a fake smile. That was his scouting report. I don't know what kind of scouting report that is, but all that, and then he wins the the league MVP. Right. right? <laughs> yeah, and 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 again, at that point, you're wrong. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he won. He won Rookie of the Year. He took Carolina to the Super Bowl. He won MVP. You're wrong. You're wrong. But still, years later, you're you're just preying on his downfall. Exactly. You know? And and it's it's just it's terrible to watch. Yeah. It's so watch. so so this is this is why we we really criticize the moves that uh, the Ravens make. We want to make sure they're making the right moves because it's not just with Cam. It's with it, it, looking at history, they did, done this with most black quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They don't get them the proper support. It's it, it, they don't get all three things, right? Support from your coaching staff, uh, protection on the field, and weapons. You right. usually don't. They don't get all three things that a lot of a lot of quarterbacks do. They they usually get one, maybe two. Now Lamar, I would say, is is starting to get all three. The protection we'll see this year. Usually they do a good job protection protecting the quarterbacks. I'm not worried about that long term. The weapons is what I'm really focused on right now. Right. So but the, but you know what you're hearing from the media, it's not gonna stop. Lamar can win MVP again this year. They're not gonna stop. Will win MVP again this year. We should probably mention why we're even talking about this. I don't think we actually said. Uh, I believe it was Jeremy Fowler came out and said, you know, he's hearing from I wasn't gonna say his name, but okay. Oh well, my bad. <laughs> but uh people hearing from people in the league. Uh, that they think that this is the year that they figure out Lamar Jackson. And, you know, what does that even mean? Like uh, like Raven Ron was saying, you can't figure out how to how to stop uh, Lamar Jackson from running the ball. And you don't stop anybody from throwing in the NFL. Like, it's easy to pass. So I, I'm not sure what figuring out Lamar even entails. But, you know, it's, it's that time of year. Listen, th- the league has seen something like this before. With Michael Vick, they've seen something like this before with Cam Newton. Like it's not like he's doing something that the league has never seen before. Yeah. Even exactly back, you know, Randall Cunningham. Randall uh, Cunningham was that yeah. type of player. And yeah, you don't figure those players out. You know, they 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 go out there, they play their game for as long as they can, and then they start to decline like every other player. You know, and then people are like, "Oh, we figured them out. See, they never last. They don't win." So so so, and this goes back to, and I call it the the black quarterback treatment how the organization treats these black quarterbacks. These players never get fig- figured out. They never get figured out. What gets figured out is the scheme because the scheme doesn't change. And it goes to that. That's an indictment on the coaching staff because they think, well, he can only do this or he's best at doing this. So we got to, we got to simplify this. So we got to, you know, make it this, this way. And it's too predictable. And that's going on with Lamar a little bit because I, I don't know if you guys saw, our man RG3 on TV. I saw that clip and he was talking about it. He kind of let the cat out the bag. I mean, it, it, it was obvious, right? But he said, yeah, the play calling was predictable. He's like, every third down, you know, you had Lamar run up the middle. He's like, even when I was in there, they had me run up the middle on on, on the third down play. It was it was just too predictable. And that's the other element that you see uh, with black quarterbacks a lot is that, you know, even if they have the support of the coaching staff, the coaching staff isn't very good. <laughs> and a lot of times you'll see that because, 
you know, the, the players that we talk about generally are exceptional players and they elevate the team and they, and they save those coaches jobs. Yeah. You know, I, not that John Harbaugh is a terrible coach or anything, but again, Lamar saved his job in his rookie year, you yeah. know, uh, Sean Watson in Houston saved Bill O'Brien's job. Uh, you know, Cam saved Ron Rivera's job a number of times. And, and so, you know, you just kind of stick with what you're doing and, and you have these a lot of times uber conservative coaches who just don't really know how to uh, use those quarterbacks. Right. And so, you know, it just, it becomes a, a career long thing. Like, oh, well, you know, they're just a runner. They can't beat you from the pocket and blah, blah, blah. When, like we said, it's really about a lot of times lack of protection, lack of weapons, uh, and and just, you know, ancient thinking um, in, in terms of the scheme. Yeah. But, you know, they're not going to stop saying these ridiculous things. The only thing you can do is just meme these idiots when they say dumb things. Like he said <laughs> something about, oh, well, what happens if they're down and he has to throw the ball 40, 50 times? Everybody knows if you're throwing the ball 40, 50 times, it's because your team is doing really bad. <laughs> right. No, no quarterback wins throwing it 50 times. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand it's annoying because Lamar was the fifth quarterback drafted that year. Yes. Baker Mayfield's the number one pick that year. And Baker Mayfield is another polarizing uh, figure, right? He had, he, he, he has that, 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 uh, fiery personality, if you will. He's doing uh, progressive commercials. You see him on TV a lot. He does a lot of talking. He does a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. And there isn't half the coverage on Baker Mayfield that there is on Lamar. And Baker has a lot to prove this year. Now, Baker had a, a, a pretty good year, pretty bounce, good bounce back year last year. But he needs to get paid this year, too. He's the number one pick overall. And he might have to he, – he's on a prove, it, a, a prove it year, I think. I don't think he's going to get a deal done – during the season, I think they'll have to wait until the end of the season to see how he does. There's a lot of pressure on him, and there's just no talk about that. Yeah, there's no talk about Josh Allen, who just got a big deal done. It, there's pressure on him too to live up to that deal. Well, yeah, if you said that Josh Allen played poorly in his first couple of years, which he did, you were just a hater. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and, and you know, it's it's fine to say you know that a player is playing poorly when they are right. Uh, Josh Allen was playing poorly. He didn't last year. He played great last year. And it's fine. But, you know, with Lamar, it's we have to figure out how to explain to you that he's not really good, despite what you're seeing on the field every week, despite him winning MVP, despite him going over a thousand yards rushing, despite him uh, leading the league in touchdown passes, despite him being 30 and seven as a starter. Uh, yeah, he's really not that good. You know, that, that they feel like the need to to try to explain that to you. Yeah. All right, let's read a couple of these comments here before we get into we want to get into our man, Robbie Moneybags. Mm-hmm. Robbie Moneybags Anderson. Yeah, Kenny okay. Ricketts, the media criticized Russ too, and he had an off year with an organization that doesn't protect him. Not only doesn't protect him, that that is absolutely true, but you know, he was that quarterback who was just throwing nonstop uh the yes. second half of the year. And it yes. just it doesn't work. You know, you have to have some semblance of balance. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that doesn't get talked about enough is bad coaches, man. There there are a lot of bad coaches. There are a lot of bad front office personnel in the NFL. The NFL, we we think because we see that we, we, we see that shield and it says NFL, you assume that it's the best of the best. On the field, yes. Uh in the front office and coaching staff, not even close. Right. Not even close because it's it's 
they get those jobs 100% based off of nepotism. Well, listen, even sometimes on the field, it's not the best of the best. Uh, we did we did see that uh, I believe Andy Dalton is going to be starting in Chicago. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> you know, yeah. they, they haven't announced uh, Trey Lance as a starter in San Francisco. So there's that. <laughs> well, you know, that was something else that we were supposed to talk about. We can get into that later on as well if you want to. We'll read a couple more of these comments and then uh, – we're gonna get into Robbie Anderson, and then we'll we'll circle back around about some of these quarterbacks that should not be starting. Quick one thing I remember in 2019 when Mike Florio thought that Drew Locke had better mechanics and vision than Kyler Murray. Yeah, Drew Locke is getting the uh, a vision of Teddy Bridgewater right now. He was just announced as the Week One starter. <laughs> oh, Teddy! I'm happy with Teddy, man. Teddy got a he, he's gotten a yeah. raw deal. He in has. The NFL. He has, uh, and and that's not even you know not to say that you know organizations did him did him dirty or anything like that. I mean that injury in Minnesota really really derailed him. Um, you know he he was able to come back and and rehab with with uh, New Orleans and kind of rebuild that image, and then Carolina. And yeah, I'll say this: Panthers Panthers fans are in here. Don't be surprised when you see Teddy outplay Darnold this year. Don't be surprised if that happens. Ted, Teddy's a better quarterback than Sam Darnold. I'm I'm going yeah. I'm working with that assumption until Sam Darnold proves otherwise. And he goes out there and has a good year or at least a solid year for Denver, and Darnold does less. Okay, you you guys hated Teddy Bridgewater last year, uh, but it's not Teddy. Teddy's not the problem, right? Yeah, because even even with a not great year, he's just I mean, you know, you look at Sam Darnold and you're like, oh, he's he's big, he's athletic, he has this huge arm, he should be better. Yeah. But yeah. he's not. All right. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, we'll go and we'll go to Adit. Yeah. I hope they keep putting pressure on the quarterback because at the end of the day, the pressure is going to end up on the coaching staff and above. You mean putting pressure like like the me- the media putting pressure on the quarterback because usually coaches are always protected and always protected because they're the ones that control media access. That's why they don't usually get the the criticism unless they're clearly on their way out. Like Adam Gase was terrible everywhere he went, yeah. and it, it wasn't until the very end that they really started. Crit- they didn't criticize Adam Gase when one of his coaches was snorting coke in the facility. They didn't. They didn't criticize him then. Right. right. <laughs> so, uh, just Allo, what was going on? Just Allo. He says quarterbacks who have thrown the ball fifty or more times since nineteen fifty have a two fifteen winning percentage. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because throwing the ball fifty times means you're getting beat bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Adit said, "I'm convinced that the media doesn't believe anything they say about Lamar. His name brings up clicks. That's why they regurgitate the same BS about Lamar, but word it differently to sound slick." Yeah. Absolutely. You can. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, I'm sure there's a few who actually believe it, but yeah, the majority is just trying to get, get attention. Look, it's, it's just, it's really hard for me to watch mainstream media now because a lot of it is just performance, right? You're not getting real opinions. You're not getting real analysis. They have these pre-production meetings where they script exactly what they're going to say. And it sounds like WWE to me now. It sounds like somebody has to play the heel. Somebody has to play the good guy and they're yelling. And it's like, man, it's seven o'clock in the morning. I don't need you yelling in my ear. Just, just tell me what you think without yelling and getting all animated. But they have to put on this show because they know that's what gets clicks. That's what's going to get people 
paying attention to them. But there's a lot more competition out there. So they had to say these these wild and outlandish things to get you to pay attention to them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mr. J, what's going on, Mr. J? He says the Broncos can kind of mirror our defense and office, our being the uh, the Panthers. Uh, so we will see. Yeah, uh, you know they they've got a, a a great roster built up around them. I think they you know they're better on the O line, obviously, than Carolina, and I think they've got better receivers, uh, at least potentially. You know, they their guys are young in in Judy and uh, Cortland Sutton, but yeah. I I would rather have those guys than Moore and Robbie Anderson. It's, it, I think it's a little closer than than we think, man. Like mm-hmm. more can have can really blow up this year. Robbie Anderson is a good wide receiver. I mean, they're both really good. They're, yeah, they're I just good. I just look at uh, uh, Sutton and Judy as guys who can both be legit stars. And yeah. I, I don't really feel that way about Robbie Anderson. I mean, he he is a good receiver, uh, even I, a very good receiver. But I just don't I don't think he's on that level. So I think the difference will be. Vic Fangio. I don't think Vic Fangio is, is any great head coach by any any stretch, but he has NFL experience. Something, something that Rule didn't have until last year, and he coached like a college coach, and it showed. and And that's why Teddy Bridgewater brought up the the red zone offense, the two minute offense. You know, it, it was non existent, and it's one of those things that at least Vic Fangio understands that part of the game. Yeah. What's up, Spirit of Justice? What's up, Emmanuel Acho is the worst. That is correct. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it, it feels like he just puts, he just does like a word randomizer, and yeah. whatever it spits out, he just go and he just tweets it out because some yeah. of the stuff he says doesn't even make sense. Yeah, or, or gives the the monologue right. Like it, it just sometimes it makes absolutely no sense. But he <laughs> he's so serious when he delivers it. Like he's giving you something deep. And profound. You know why? Because he's like, man, it sounded better in the locker room. And, and he's like, you know, <laughs> the thing is, hey, you, you're just you just don't get it right now. That's why you know it sounds like it doesn't make any sense. You know, five hours from now, whatever you're doing, it's gonna hit you. You know, but it, it's it's all nonsense. What's up, tough puppy? Thanks for coming through. He says Robbie is better than Hollywood as of right now. I agree. That's right. I agree. That's right. Y'all and, wish you had Carolina's receivers. And real quick, we got about 43 people in here. Make sure you hit that like button. And if you're new, hit the subscribe button. We are on the road to a thousand, a thousand subscribers. Guys, this time, well, yeah, we started about a year a year ago. I think this, I think we're coming up on a year. Um our goal, <laughs> our goal was. 100 subscribers by the end of 2020 we hit that and they're like oh okay well maybe we can go up to like 200 something like that and then our goal for 2021 was 500 subscribers yeah. all right but you guys have really supported the show we appreciate you uh a thousand i'm not sure when we're going to hit a thousand but as, as as soon as possible we would love to hit it uh, around the beginning of the football season so make sure you subscribe uh tell your friends yes 1k baby 1k that's what i'm talking about also follow us on our social medias. I don't plug that enough. At LBHT Show, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we are going to be posting more on Instagram. My 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 Instagram game is really bad, but I'm I'm going to get that up. Okay, you might start seeing some things on TikTok as well here pretty soon. So go ahead and start following. And um, yeah, yeah, we, we we're gonna give you guys some more stuff uh, coming up here. 
ABC definitely. And I think Robbie is a number two, to be honest. And I agree. I, and that's not even a, you know, that's not a slight to Robbie. He's a, he's a very good player. I just don't see him on that same tier as those other guys. Well, speaking of Robbie, that's a perfect segue, man. ABC Death, thank you. That is a perfect segue into our next topic. And that is the Panthers extending Robbie Anderson. Two-year extension. Was it 20 million, 20.5 million guaranteed? Uh, yes, I believe so. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but uh, you know, I, it, it's a good deal, right? Uh, like I said, he's a, a very good player. Uh, Matt Rule knows him. He coached him in college. Sam Darnold knows him. He played with him with the Jets. He had a great season last year. What's up, Sterling? Uh, what's going on, Sterling? Uh, you know, and you combine Robbie, DJ Moore, you know, Christian McCaffrey's already, already there, a great receiving back. You bring in Terrace Marshall. They signed Dan Arnold. Uh, and drafted Tommy Tremble, who who has looked pretty good in uh, in preseason and training camp, and you got all of the elements for an absolutely deadly offense, except the quarterback and offensive line. Yeah, yeah. Because on our weekend show, we discussed it. Like, you know, what what was the point of really extending Robbie Anderson since you drafted Terrace Marshall? But if you look at it. Um, it's not that their wide receivers are locked up. You got you got Robbie Anderson until 2024, correct? I think it's 2024 is when his, his uh, contract will be up. I believe so. Through 2024, you have you have DJ Moore, who they said they're 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 looking to lock him up uh soon too. Um, but he you got another year on a rookie deal with him. They picked up his fifth year option, and Terrace Marshall just started in the league, so they don't have to really worry about any contracts here. Once they lock up uh, DJ Moore, but that's just for wide well, receivers. They've got one. They got to worry about Hassan Reddick if he well, comes well, in and, and plays I, well. That's what I'm saying. That's just for yeah. wide receivers. That's just for wide receivers because let's be real, Donald isn't. That, that's not their guy. They're they're kicking the tires on him. That if he turns out that he can play well, okay, great. They you know they'll they'll give him a contract, but that contract isn't going to be isn't going to be backbreaking by any means. But but the per, the player, the quarterback that they're really trying to get. They're going to have to kick out money for that guy, whether it's right. a trade for Aaron Rodgers, whether it's it's a trade for Deshaun Watson, whoever they end up with, they're going to have to pay money for that guy. That's where they're going to have to pay. Hassan Reddick could very easily have himself a great year mm-hmm. and demand more money. Brian Burns is going to need more money. Okay, Taylor yeah, Taylor Moten once he switches to left tackle is going to demand <sighs> demand more money. <laughs> I think Hassan Reddick honestly is just kind of a stopgap because they don't really think Gross Matos is is ready to be that guy yet. Um, and if he doesn't show this year, I think they'll let Reddick walk and draft an edge rusher. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, here we go, Tough Puppy. Tough Puppy said Donald is better than Brady all time. What you talking about, Jose? <laughs> <laughs> You're, tell puppy, you you haven't been doing these crazy challenges, have you? Have you been doing these crazy challenges? <laughs> if you have, send a video. We'll we'll post it. Uh, he's he's still conscious and typing, so I'm assuming not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those things have not been going well for people. <laughs> no, uh, like I said, it, people people out there doing that stuff when hospital beds are full. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they haven't been getting rest of the hospital. It's been laying yeah. there. <laughs> Well, we don't know what Sutton looks like after coming back from a torn ACL. That's true, Mr. J to six. Um, taking DJ over Judy. I don't see KJ Hamler being better than um uh Terrace Marshall. Terrace Marshall and Shy. Don't don't do that to Shy. Don't do that to Shy. Don't do <sighs> 
Like, not a live version of Agent 89. He's a he's a mid-round rookie who hasn't made the team yet. Right. I like Shai Smith, too. But no, no, we can't. I, I, mean, I, I don't like doing that. I, I, don't like I doing expect him to, obviously, but he hasn't done it yet. And, you know, to your point, yeah, we don't know what Sutton will look like. That's true. Uh, I'm yeah. expecting him to, to make a full recovery. You know, a- ACL injuries don't kind of doom a player the way they used to. And I'm looking at it as DJ Moore versus Cortland Sutton being kind of a wash. I mean, you can you can prefer DJ, but the real uh, where they separate from me is Jerry Judy over Robbie Anderson. That's that's why I would take those two over the, the Panthers current, too. Yeah, yeah. Tough Puppy says he's going to try to create challenge here soon. Send us a video. You do yeah. it. And, uh, you know, look, prayers up. Okay, I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> I'm not going to encourage you to do it, but if you do, send the video. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Nick Wright is the worst. I, I actually like Nick Wright. I actually like Nick Wright. He's, I understand. he's real annoying. Like, he, I is, can why he, he can get under people's skin if you don't agree with him. But I think he's he's better at that than uh, than guys like Acho and Skip Bayless. Uh, because he's not he's not as outlandish. Y- yeah, because you know what it is. They all have to do the shouting thing. They have to talk really loud, mm-hmm. right? And he has like a pipsqueak voice, so it's really <laughs> a, it's really annoying, right? But if you ever listen to him in interviews where he's just sitting down talking to somebody. He yeah. sounds like he sounds very rational, like a normal person, and he knows the stuff. So yeah, I, I, I like him one other, but I don't watch him either. I don't watch any of these guys really anymore. I, I like Skip yeah. and Shannon. Well, I like Shannon. I don't really like Skip that much, but I I, I watch. I used to watch the show, but now it's just uh, having to do this show and do research and just kind of just constantly monitoring stuff, listening to that gibberish, man. I can't. It, it, it's hard for me to do. Yeah. It's hard for me to do. Yeah, it, it's assaultive to your ears at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the other quick note about Carolina, Joey Sly is not going to make it, I don't think. <laughs> they signed another another kicker, uh, Dom, Dominic Eberly, I believe his name was. He came in uh, and they both, you know, they both went, uh, they both kicked three field goals. Uh, Everly went two for three. Sly went zero for three. So they had to call him back out to the field one more time so he could make a short one. I guess so he could feel good about himself. But I, I expect him to get cut here shortly. Um, so yeah, that, I mean that's that's really kind of where Carolina is. Um, but we do want to talk about the Ravens' next preseason game and whether or not Lamar Jackson is going to be making an appearance finally. Yeah. Okay. So there it is. We're back. We're back on Lamar Jackson. Okay, look, Lamar Jackson gets clicks. Okay, listen, it's the same for us. Stop it's the same it, Deshaun. Stop right? it. I keep telling y'all to trade for Verity. Yeah, <laughs> listen, even for us, Lamar Jackson. When we, when we, if we cut this up, that that little segment and put it out, that's going to get us some clicks. Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. is very popular. Uh, it's easy to talk about him and get views, get clicks, right? But you know, we, we like to talk about a variety of things here. So we don't make it Lamar Jackson 24-7. But yeah. we talk about Lamar Jackson right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the Ravens cut their uh, third string quarterback. Uh, I believe it's Kenji Bahar. Uh, yeah. That's how you pronounce it. I'm not 100% sure on that. But so right now they've got uh, Lamar and Tyler Huntley. Uh, so that's leading people to believe that maybe he's going to play in their last preseason game because i mean obviously they wouldn't let tyler go out there and, and have to play all four quarters right right but he played most of the game last week yeah yeah he played at, i believe he played into the fourth quarter i don't think he finished the fourth quarter but i think he started mm-hmm. the fourth quarter and i was sitting here thinking man the guy i'm playing the whole game here 
which is hey, good for him. He's getting the reps. Yeah. Right. And 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 you know what? They could. They could. Lamar has to play. Yeah. Um, I think Lamar will play. But if you ask me, should he play? It depends on if the the whole starting O line is going to be out there. If if they're not, no way. Because this Washington football team, that D line is dangerous. Yeah. Okay, they're dangerous and they're aggressive. And Chase Young has been dreaming about hitting Lamar Jackson. <laughs> so if Ronnie Stanley ain't going to be out there, Lamar can sit on the sideline with him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, as a fan, <clears throat> excuse me, as a fan, obviously I want to see Lamar out there. Love watching Lamar play. Uh, you know, I've gone on record multiple times saying I think he's going to win MVP this year again. Um, I I think they'll I think he'll be out there. I think he'll be out there even if the the whole starting line isn't out there. I think they'll get him at least one series, uh, and then you kind of get into that conversation of like, is it is that really worth it? Right? Uh, you know, Cam Newton a couple years ago went in for one series against the Patriots and injured himself, hurt his foot. Uh, just the other day, Travis Etienne, you know, he sprained his foot. He got the Liz Frank injury. He's out for the year. Yeah, you know, and and it can happen just in a in a blink of an eye that you know you lose this guy. You know, oh man, it's so important for him to get reps. We got to get him out there. We got to let him play. And then it's like, well, he got hurt in a preseason game. That was worthless. Yeah, this is my thing, Raven Ron. Lamar versus Washington football team full of young first round front seven. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> and those guys are dangerous. Guys, that Washington defense, they're just as good as ours, if not better. I'll just be real, man. Like that that defense coached by by Ron Rivera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they're going to get after it. Yeah. yeah. Even in a preseason game. Like they're aggressive, which I, I I like that style of football. But you know, look, if, if the O-line is healthy and they can hold up for, you know, a, a series or two, whatever. But would I prefer he sit out the game in general? Yeah, because like B said, what are you really getting out of preseason? OK, you get some reps. But if he gets hurt, you're going to be looking back and saying it wasn't worth it. So. Right. <sighs> and that's where. Oh, uh problems is like look at y'all crawling back. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh going to ask him, would we rather have a rusty start at the beginning of the season or risk injury in a preseason game? For me, it's the rusty start every time. Because I mean, we we've seen uh, uh on a couple of occasions now that NFL teams went out there without a training camp or without preseason and they were fine. Yeah, they don't last year. really need it. Well, and what do you mean by rusty start? Like that's that's another thing. Like, how are they gonna be rusty? They've been practicing this whole time, and they don't. Well, they Lamar don't, hasn't. Lamar no, is not. No, he's been practicing. Well, not, not the, the whole, not time. whole time. No, but I mean, yeah, I mean, he missed and the, the same first. thing. You know, with the O line and the receivers, like they haven't been practicing. So you know, you'd like to get the whole group well, out there. Well, the receivers aren't gonna be out there. There's like five receivers that didn't show up to camp today. They're not yeah. gonna be playing on Saturday. So you're gonna no. be running with you know the same wide receiver group that's been out there. Everybody that's gonna be playing has been practicing. And yes, Lamar missed he missed like the first week or two of practice, but he's been practicing since preseason. They're running a vanilla offense. They're not really running what they're what they're gonna be running in real games. So it's not like they're getting that work with the with the real plays that they're running anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I don't see the value. <laughs> That's right, Davon. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, G Star, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? 
G-Star yeah. 007. Also, also, I keep seeing reports on Ben Cleveland leaving practice early. I'm rooting for Cleveland, but he's always dinged up. You know, I, I think that's something you see a lot with rookies yeah. when they first come in and they're just not used to it. Uh, and, you know, it's the summer. It's real hot. People cramp up. I mean, you know, it, it, it's a lot of little things. I wouldn't be worried long-term about Ben Cleveland. Uh, well, at least not because of that. The thing that worries me is that he has not been named the starter at left guard yet with the uh, quality of his opposition uh, along the line. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a little troubling because the other guys have been out there playing. They haven't been looking great. So mm-hmm. uh, that, that makes me nervous. Yeah. And... And there hasn't really been anybody pushing Bozeman at center either. That makes me a little nervous as well. Right. Because Bozeman, I think a left guard would, would have been fine. I'd have been okay. They said Bozeman's going to play left guard this year. He held up fine last year. And we're going we're gonna to get somebody to play that center spot. That would have made me feel a lot better. But uh, Bozeman has to work now. If he doesn't work, what are we going to do? Makari was on... Was on the uh, was on Jess Drabik's list for you know up in the air in terms of is he going to make the team or not? That doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> so our so our backup center, you know, possibly possible starter in case of injury, couldn't make the team or get cut. Yeah, <laughs> it's because they're so deep. That's why. <laughs> yeah, you never yeah. know. Um, but yeah, so you know, with the the Ravens preseason game coming up. I would like, you know, selfishly to see Lamar out there, but realistically, the answer is you don't play him. Correct. Correct. So you don't do it. Yeah. So, all right. Um, Deshaun says, "Did you read this one?" And they needed to name a starting left guard. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, we'll see. I, I I feel like he's gonna play uh, at least a series or two with. I think Stanley's gonna play as well. I don't know what Ben Cleveland's staff is going to be, but you know I think you're going to have the starting lineup at O line that at least they have picture in their mind to see how it's all working out, see how they hold up. And this is a good test. But, you know, this this is a this is a dangerous test, but this is a good test. This this is you, you're not going to find a much better D line in the league than Washington football team. So if they look solid unless you game, look at Carolina. Yeah, maybe, uh, so, yeah. uh, so without looking at the chat. Who do you think this comment's about? Too valuable, but at the same time, he ain't really that good, but he's valuable. <laughs> Too valuable at the same time. Um, I, I don't know. You, I, it's on the O-line. <laughs> too valuable. Oh, are we talking about Macari? There you go, Patrick McCarry. Listen, Darn, I, I, I get what you're saying. You know, he, he plays a bunch of positions. He's got experience and everything. Nobody who can't play is valuable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just that's just kind of what it is. If you but can't play, it, you're not valuable. <laughs> but this is the same conversation if you, you know, if you go over to Panthers Nation podcast, you know, you know, they talk about the same thing that we talk about over here, uh for both Panthers and Ravens. The O line is a problem. And that is that this 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 is why we criticize the moves that are made in the offseason, because you have the quarterback that you want. You need to protect them. You need to make sure your O-line is set. And it can't be any question marks going into the season. You're going into the last game of the preseason. Season starts soon, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And we don't know who our starting line is going to be because nobody is stepping up. The O-line right. as a whole doesn't look great. 
in Carolina, it looks even worse. Right? You didn't have to say that. That wasn't necessary. You were talking about the Ravens. Uh, <laughs> Jeremiah, Lamar being rusty is still better than half the starting QBs in the league. That is true. Yes. That's absolutely true. Yeah. And he's not going to be rusty. Lamar has been working out the whole offseason. He's been working with Hollywood the whole offseason. He got to work out with Rashad, Rashad Bateman a little bit in the offseason. He's ready to go. Oh, no. He's not going to be rusty. He's going to be figured out. So it doesn't oh, really yeah, matter. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't right. matter if he plays in the preseason or if he waits for the regular season. You know, the league got his number this time. This year. When I first when I first saw those headlines, you know, those tweets of this idiot saying that he got he's figured out, I thought people were retweeting what he said from last year. <laughs> right? Because yeah, because yeah, he had a he had a, a down year last year, you know, with his 26 touchdowns. But like figure it out like so you think he's gonna do you think he's gonna have a worse year than last year or a better year because he has a better year than last year that's first team all pro <laughs> right right so but yeah and and you know we were talking about uh you know Gar- garnett was talking about valuable but not good uh and that kind of leads into another topic that we wanted to discuss a little bit uh and we, we mentioned it earlier in the show when do you think it's appropriate for um, you know journeyman quarterbacks to keep your first round pick on the bench. Yeah, you know uh, Justin Fields in Chicago right now looks like he's not going to be starting Week One. Trey Lance in in San Francisco may not start Week One. I, I don't think they've officially said either way yet. Um, you know my position is unless you've got a situation like Green Bay with Brett Favre. Uh, or even Kansas City with Alex Smith, who was a you know not a great quarterback, but an above average quarterback, a guy who got you to the playoffs. You know, if you unless you have somebody like that, there's really absolutely no reason to keep your first round pick on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Re- real quick before before we dive further into that topic, um, we we didn't do it at the halfway point. I just want to point out, we got 41 people in here, man. Make sure you hit that like button, like if you're new here, subscribe. Okay. Uh, and if you want to support the show, you know, the ones that, that, that have been supporting already, thank you very much to our patrons. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for people that, that have been donating, you know, uh, everything goes right back into the show. As you can see, man, we're always trying out new things here. All right. But if you, if you want to support like the awesome patrons that we have right above me, patreon.com slash LBHT show, we have two tiers. We got the $3 tier and the $10 tier. B tell them about the tiers real quick. Uh, the $3 tier is going to get you in uh, access to our overtime show that we do every Wednesday after the live show. It's a lot of fun. You know, we have patrons in there and we just talk about whatever for however long. Uh, yeah. It's a great time. Uh, and it's also going to get you entrance into the Survivor League, uh, which if you don't know what that is, it's a, you know, it's kind of a pick em league. You make one pick a week. Uh, if your team wins, you advance. If they lose, you're out. You can only pick a team one time for the season and so whoever is left standing you know the last one standing uh wins that league uh at ten dollars you're going to be able to come on screen in the overtime show uh and you know and hang out with us and talk uh you are also going to get access to our fantasy football league that is is full for this year uh but if there's enough interest next year we'll have multiple leagues uh, you know it also allows you to uh, request content uh you know if you want uh, article or a video about a specific subject uh, you can let us know and we can we'll we'll get that taken care of 
And also, again, more limited time, the $10 tier gets the Founders coin. Oh, oh look what I Jose, got. Oh. Jose finally showed up prepared for the show with his coin. Yeah, check out that beauty right there. <laughs> and these are limited. We don't have much left. Okay. Because uh, you guys have really been supporting. Thank you very much. And um, like I said, once that's gone, it's gone, it's gone. What's going on, Ferris? Also, uh, hey, check out. I saw Ferris was doing that highlight show, him and Caleb earlier, man. Make sure you check them out. If you're not subscribed to Let's Get Ready Network, our man Ferris here, he knows it everything about sports okay so he's a good follow man subscribe to them check them out they do a highlight show usually on tuesdays tuesdays at seven i believe uh correct me if i'm wrong affairs but um yeah listen sterling tell this man not to do that to the show okay <laughs> this, is, this is about being professional <laughs> yeah and um also before we start um again i want to mention right above b cash app dollar sign lbht show Right. If you look at the pinned comment, if you're on YouTube, that's uh that's for our Streamlabs. That's how we do our super chat. We we don't have super chat enabled, but if you go there, uh, make a donation and leave a comment, we will read it on air. All right. So Jay says it only took you a month. Man, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Well, first, he didn't tell you that he stole my coin. Okay? Uh, that is absolutely false. Why would it's, I need to steal a coin when I have my own right here? Because where's your box? Where's your box? I don't need a box. You don't have a you don't have one of these boxes here. That's Whatever. why. That's okay. why. Irrelevant. 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 <laughs> so um, and and if you like the merch, I gotta plug this. I gotta plug this. If you like the merch, you like what B's wearing, you like what I'm wearing. I got I got a whole bunch of stuff over there. Um, I'll put up I will put up the uh store right there. LBHTshow.com slash shop. That's where you go and make a purchase. Some of you guys have purchased some stuff. I'm I'm getting some good reviews. Okay, some of you guys are liking are liking the merch. Uh, that's that's what I want to hear because we put a lot of effort into getting you some better quality than what you will find on like Teespring and things like that. Yeah. So, Jeremiah said, as soon as I'm not on a budget, I'm a patron. I got a six month old that took my heart and my money already. Yeah, man, that, thank you, well, appreciate that, and uh, and once again, congratulations. Man. And look, guys, uh, don't feel any pressure whatsoever to have to support financially. If you really want support right now, if you really want support, make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you have. Make sure you go and, and follow us there. Mm -hmm. Hit up our website, lbhtshow.com, lbhtshow.com. Okay, same place where we have the shop. Just go lbhtshow.com and sign up for our email list. Okay. Uh, we're trying to grow our email list. We don't send out spam or anything like that, but we want to grow that list. So when we have big announcements, you know, if we need to move somewhere or, you know, show ain't happening tonight, something like that, we can just shoot out a quick email, let you guys know, here's where you can find our content. Okay. And right. we put all of our content on, on the website as well. You know, well, at least the audio, the audio podcast we put on there and B writes articles too. So check it out. All right. Yes. Okay. So when should QB rookie QB start? Now, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I, my opinion on this is, like I said, unless you have a an entrenched starter, you know, Brett Favre, you know, like I said, even Alex Smith, who got them to the playoffs. If you draft a guy in the first round, he should be starting week one. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Um, I understand some some rookies just may not be ready yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's for a coaching staff to to determine. Say, hey, not quite ready yet. Um, this person, 
we're going to let this person take over this year. Kind of like what, what they did with Mahomes. Although I think Mahomes could have played that first year. But I think they, that they just kind of had that plan just to bench him from, from the time they got there because they were winning with Alex Smith. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, I would say about 95% of the time, you should just let that guy go out there and play because the guy that's sitting in front of him usually doesn't make it through the whole year as a starter. So why'd yeah, you waste never. time with them? Like, Andy Dalton's not going to make it through the whole year. And listen, you sucked enough to get him. Go play him. Yeah, play what's Andy Dalton going to do for you? Like, in, in Nagy's case, too, because Nagy's on the hot seat. He can't have <laughs> another bad year. He he he. It's it's weird, right? Because he is on the hot seat, but they've made the playoffs. And I'm like, why would you? You finally have a guy who has talent, right? And and you know, we'll see if he if it pans out. But why would you voluntarily go to Andy Dalton when you could have something so much better and get yourself off of the hot seat? You were saddled with uh, Trubisky, and now you don't want anything better for yourself. Why? Yeah. Yeah, um, and like Deshaun says, baptism by fire. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's right. Thank you, Garnet. Thank you, Garnet. Like, subscribe, share the video, and thank you. Man, appreciate thank you, Garnet. Yeah, appreciate you. And make sure you follow Garnet on Twitter. Is it at Garnet West? I believe that's what it is. He does. Um, what's that group thing that they, they do on Twitter? What's that called? Spaces. Right Unless you have a top five elite quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Twitter spaces. Twitter spaces. Garnett does Twitter spaces, man. They're pretty dope. I checked out his the other day. Uh, yes, if you have a top five elite quarterback, you should not be drafting a quarterback. <laughs> well, again, you know, that's the Brett Favre situation. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, they should not have drafted Jordan Love, but, I, I, but it happens. <laughs> it happens, right? <laughs> so. If you, if I don't care, I don't care if he's 40. Don't draft them, <laughs> right? Don't don't draft them. You have a top five quarterback. You should be if you have a top five quarterback. Everything that you should be doing should be geared towards winning a Super Bowl. Yes, right now, right now. Stop thinking about the future. You play the game now. So if you have a top five quarterback. Put everything that you need around him to be successful and try to win a Super Bowl. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your pick on a quarterback that's going to sit. Tough puppy, you know I'm feeling generous. Yep. So yes, follow tough too. Follow <laughs> tough too. And, put your put your Twitter handle in there. They making the point right here. Unless you got Joe Flacco, unless you got right? Joe Flacco. How, how many games did y'all waste? I told Jose before the season, Lamar should be starting day one. He did. He, and, he said, yeah. And and they went out there and they messed around for nine weeks. I mean, Joseph I didn't disagree Flacco. with you. I, I said, yeah, go ahead and start him. Um, and. I understand it. I, I understand. I don't agree, but I understand when you have your guy, especially you in a Super Bowl with your guy. I understand wanting to, wanting to give him every chance to show out that year, right? Mm-hmm. But it damn near cost the whole coaching staff their jobs. Yeah. Like, how was going to get fired? Yeah, the, he the was owner, on his way out. The owner had already said beginning of the season, in that offseason, that he had thought about firing Harbaugh but decided against it. That that doesn't mean it's all good now. You're safe. That means you better you better win. He yeah. was on his and, and there are rumors that a couple more losses and he was toast. He wasn't even going to finish the season. Yeah, and just real quick, Garnet says he's at Garnet four seven eight, and they got the Ravens town hall call every Monday night. So go ahead and follow Garnet. I know I know all y'all are following Garnet already. Garnet's big time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but put a, just plug. in case. Plug Tough Puppy, too. This is what we do, man. We plug our people <laughs> on here, man. We plug our people. There you go. <laughs> I love right? you, too, Tough. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so yeah, like, 
don't waste time with that. If if the Bears have a bad year mm-hmm. with Justin Fields, then that could save his job. You got a rookie quarterback. So yeah. you can say, hey, he just wasn't ready yet. It's fine. That's going to be your guy. But right. if you get up to the slow start with with Andy Dalton and Justin Fields comes in and is looking good, but you missed the playoffs because you're messing around, that could cost you your job. Yeah. Or you just roll with Andy Dalton and you just look and you're terrible. It's just like, well, what are you doing with Justin Fields on the bench? You wasted time with him. So so don't mess around and and cost your job because for what? You're not tied to, to Andy Dalton in any way. That's just that old mindset of rookies need to sit. They need to sit and watch the game. I think it's it's a little bit of that, and he's scared. Yeah. He's he's scared of playing a young QB. Because, you know, that Trubisky thing it goes both ways, right? Like, Trubisky was a number three pick or number two pick. And, you know, he was supposed to be the guy. And he came in, and he can't throw left. Um, yeah. And it's just, <laughs> you know. And he, even Trubisky, is looking, he was looking pretty nice in their, in their preseason game the other day. Oh, yeah, that's right. Getting, yeah, getting yeah. a little revenge. <laughs> <laughs> same thing going on in San Francisco with Jimmy G and Trey Lance, right? Yeah, it's the same thing. Trey Lance is looking great in preseason. Yeah, let him play. You you drafted him in the first round because you didn't like how Jimmy Garoppolo looked. Yeah, so play Trey Lance up to get him in the first. You traded up, so and, don't put and, him on the bench. Yeah, and he's showing you flashes of special play, and you know that you're never going to get that from Jimmy Garoppolo ever. <sighs> Yeah, yeah. He got his money. He doesn't care. All right. What are you reading? I'm looking at Garner here saying uh, Nagy just doesn't want to look stupid because he promised Dalton before he got fields. Don't care. Who cares? Andrew Dalton is a grown man. He will get over it. You look at Andy Dalton right in in his eyes and say, I lied. (laughs) Have a seat. (laughs) (laughs) You don't don't even say I lied. He's like, listen, I was wrong. I changed. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't lie. I changed my mind. I'm allowed to change my mind. I'm sorry, but me being sorry ain't getting you on the field. (laughs) I'm not not that sorry. Never. I'd rather rather be sorry and still employed. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go into bonus time. We are at the hour mark. We do bonus time for a few minutes. You guys can put whatever you want in the comment. Ask any questions. We'll we'll talk about it. Bring up any topic that you want. And um, after bonus time. We were going to do our overtime show. If you're yes. if you're new here, you don't know what overtime show is, man. It's a lot of fun. We talk about anything and everything. Mm-hmm. All right. And you can be a part of that by going to patreon.com slash LBHT show. All right. You don't want to miss out on that. All right. Let's take a look at these comments. Dave says Jimmy G will be hurt again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ferris, you know, being you know, classic Ferris optimism here. They all getting fired. I don't even know who he's talking about. I'm he's not sure if that was directed to anybody specific or he just means everybody. Like Nagy, yeah, I think Nagy, I, I, I think Nagy's on a hot, hot seat. I, I, I think he really has to come out the gate uh, winning. I think he, he's he's in a little bit of trouble. Um, Shanahan, Kyle Listen, Shanahan. The, the, true, right? Andy? That's, yeah. the kids, that's the little boy from Toy Story. And even he, paint, you know, they, they, they painted over that. Like, he didn't want to be Andy no more. <laughs> nah, l- listen, listen. I got a friend named Andy. I call him Andy. Okay. Andy's so, cool, man. Yeah, shout out to Andy, man. Andy. 
Uh, they want Jake Paul. Fight, okay, man. Jake Paul fight. Terrell Woodley. He, he's he's dragging me back in, guys. He, he's he, he's talking the good stuff. Listen, listen. If you well, don't spend your money. Okay, talk. <laughs> yeah, you know, just go to Patreon.com/slash/LBHT show. Go to Discord. We'll talk. Um, listen, listen. If you're planning on watching this fight, expecting a real fight, I can save you some uh, a lot of time and and heartache. It's not going to be a real fight. Tyron Woodley is going to lose. He's paid to take a dive. But on the other hand, Tyron Woodley is quoted as saying on Sunday, you're going to see Jake Paul get hurt in a way you'd never imagine. Now, I also want you I also want you to, to just understand that Tyron Woodley says this before every fight. And he and he and he's lost his last four fights. <laughs> Again, not relevant. He is not fighting a fighter. <laughs> so now I don't I don't know what he means by in a way you never imagined. I can imagine some pretty bad stuff happening in a yeah, boxing yeah, ring. Like yeah, is we, he does does he just mean he's gonna cheat? Like I don't know. We, I don't understand. So let's go ahead with a steel chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be there for that. I'd be there for that. But yeah, I don't expect Teron Woodley to win this fight. Unfortunately, you know, I think it's another one of those kind of take a dive situations. Yeah, that's, that's uh, what's going to be because <laughs> same thing with Ben Askren. Nobody wants to come out and say he took a dive, but that's exactly what it was. He told yeah. Ben Askren, "Listen, it's cool. You're going to make more money than you ever than you've ever made fighting in MMA. Right? You, that money is secure. You don't even have to get in shape. Just go in there for a couple minutes." I hit you, you go down, and then we go out and party afterwards, right? It's a win-win for everybody. And Ben Askren didn't look the least bit disappointed. He 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 didn't even break a sweat. He was like, "Man, that was that was a, the the easiest money I ever made." Tyron Woodley is going to do the same thing. He tells Tyron Woodley, "Look, man, I can get you more money than you've ever made as a UFC champion." Tyron Woodley yes. was one of the all-time greats. Not, yeah, not just the champion, a great, great fighter. Yes, yes, he was a king of the welterweights, man. Like he yeah. ran things. He ran things. He's about to get paid more doing this this joke of a fight than he's ever made in the UFC. Okay, and that speaks to what kind of person Dana White is. Fair as hell. I I hope we see something like that. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> My God, he broke him in half. <laughs> <laughs> Woodley standing over him, holding the chair, and Jim's just like, "Not like this, no." <laughs> I would, man, I would love to see Jim Ross call like a boxing match or or even yeah. even an MMA fight. <laughs> we need something like that. We need we need that in sports or in football. I would love to see him do football. That would be great. Sean says, "If Woodley yeah. can put Paul in this place, you're gonna have to use that military training and do it." I can't keep watching him win. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, Yo, Jose's got a little boxing experience himself. It's a small, a smidget, a smidget. Um, I, I'm too out of shape, man. But if, but for the right price, you can get me back in there, and I would get in shape, and I would fight him for real. Okay, yeah. but I'm not until know. he uh, showed you the contract with the number of zeros next to your name, and then you'd be like, "What round do you want me down in?" No, but see, but see, because <laughs> I'm not an athlete, because I'm not an athlete, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not big, I'm not, I'm not big enough yet. Right, we're not big enough. He's not going to put that stipulation in his contract. He's just going to say, "Oh, I can take this guy, this YouTuber. I could take him. You know, it's all good. We can have a real fight, and then I'll then I'll get trained up, and then we'll see what's up." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jose versus Logan, twenty twenty four. Look, get these subs up, guys. Get these get these subs up, 
and uh, maybe we'll get on their radar and maybe we can make it happen. It'll be a tag yeah. team match. Get Logan in there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. You and me <laughs> against the against the Paul brothers. Yeah, Jim Ross, Tony Romo for the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> listening to Jim Ross call anything. Anything, <laughs> anything. Yeah, it should be. It should be Jim Ross calling the games. It should and it should be uh, Bruce Buffer uh, announcing nah, yeah, the teams, yeah. announcing the teams when they come out. We don't need that the the overhead PA. Just have Bruce Buffer on the field, just introducing each team and have him run on the field. Oh man, oh or or just like just just like announce the star players. You know, can you imagine Bruce Buffer? If you guys don't know, if you don't watch MMA, you haven't heard of Bruce Buffer. That's um, that that's um, uh, what's the other buffers? Michael uh, Michael Buffer. That's Michael Buff- Buffer's brother. Uh, Bruce Buffer is the greatest announcer of all time. Okay, yes. he's greater than Michael Buffer, and he's a treat to watch. Go, go, just watch Bruce Buffer, and tell me you don't want him to announce Lamar Jackson for every game. Don't make me regret putting your uh, your Twitter up here, tough. Don't do it, Joe Buck. Uh, yeah, okay, Joe Buck is legendary. I mean, he's been around for a while, but like Joe Buck doesn't excite you. I'm not saying he's bad at his job or anything like that, but. You rather listen to Joe Buck than Jim Ross? I don't think it's so. It's time. It's time. <laughs> he be getting people who are already there to fight height. Every fighter wants to wants to touch gloves with Bruce Buffer. <laughs> they want to touch this man like this man is like a good luck charm. They yeah. they want to get that fist. They ha- they stick their hand out like give me that fist bump. I need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, uh, since we're talking a little bit of boxing, I mean, we we talked about it uh, on the last show as well. But Anthony Joshua and Usyk is coming up uh, in the middle of September, I believe. Man, I'm telling you, I I know it's a kind of against all odds thing, but I'm taking Usyk to win that fight. I think he outpoints him. I wish we had we would have talked about the Pacquiao. And Uga's fight on Wednesday show because I picked Uga's to win, mm-hmm. and nobody heard my nobody heard my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but this time I don't see it, man. I I think Joshua is going to put him away. I think he's going to knock him out. I think he's too timid, and, and he won't go after him the way he should. He won't try to smother him. He won't just run up and try to get him out of there because you know I mean he's been hurt multiple times. Uh, in in his fight, so I think he'll try to, I think he'll try to, and he'll try to outbox him. And I think Usyk wins that fight. I, I hear you on the Timmy part, but the thing with with Joshua is, if he feels confident, he can put you away. He'll be aggressive. And Usyk is he's not a true heavyweight. He's coming up from cruiserweight. He's a mm-hmm. smaller boxer, and I don't think Joshua or his camp believes that he has the type of power. To really hurt Joshua, I think that's why the fight happened so quickly. I think that's why he put it on so quickly. They think they they looked at the tape and they said, "Yeah, this this guy is a good matchup for us. We can go out there, put on a show against a guy that's that's highly regarded." Joshua doesn't respond well to getting hit. You no, know, he right. do, well, you know, Joshua is he, it's it's so weird, man, because he's he's taken some hard hits and gotten up, right? But he's also he's also folded a couple of times. But in terms of skill. You know, uh, him and Usyk are uh, probably the most skilled heavyweights, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Usyk doesn't have that kind of power, though. He doesn't have that kind of power at heavyweight. Very skilled fighter, 
good defense, but he's he he's not like a knockout artist. Not not a heavyweight at least. No. But he's a he's a good name to have on your resume to beat. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sticking with Usyk, man. It's gonna happen. He's gonna shock the world and so, nobody will care. So if he beats Usyk, or if Usyk beats Joshua, is it gonna be Usyk and Fury or or the winner Wilder or Fury and Wilder? I like how you just went straight to Fury instead of saying the winner of. Uh yeah, I, I think so. I, I mean, honestly, I think they'll they'll give if Usyk wins, I think they give him the rematch uh immediately. And then after that, it's it's Fury or Wilder. You know, Deontay Wilder, he's another one who's out there, you know, talking all that good stuff. They 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 were doing an interview and once the you know the the official cameras went off, he was trying to talk a lot of trash. And I'm just like, man, not not after the way you showed up in the last fight. Listen, listen. Sterling said this early. He was talking about uh, me fighting uh, one of the Paul brothers. He said it all takes is one punch. That's the case with Deontay Wilder. It only takes one. It only takes one. Okay. Now, officially, Wilder hasn't beaten Fury, but we all know yeah. it's 1-1 because he killed Fury. Tyson Fury had to be waking up by the ref. In order yeah. for him to beat that count, he was out cold. He admitted, "Hey, I didn't. I was out. I just heard somebody. I heard somebody standing over me, like he was in my face counting." And I was like, "Oh, he's still counting. I can get up, right?" <laughs> like, <laughs> had that ref just stood up and counted like a normal person instead of getting his face like, like that, <laughs> <laughs> those eyes will wake you up too. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Uh, DeAndre says Wilder's going to cook Fury. Uh, Fury's a better boxer. There's no question about that. But Wilder has that power, man. And I think Wilder believes, man, like whatever it was, he was he wasn't in the best of shape or he was kind of worn down or whatever. He believes Fury poisoned him. Yeah, Fury poisoned him. But what, whatever it is, whatever it is. But he's absolutely right, man. It One punch can change the whole fight. But mm, I don't know. Fury, he's... He's he's just a better boxer, and 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 Wada refuses to learn how to throw a jab. Okay, a couple things here, Ferris. Uh, one, no, it was it was not one fight. He's been hurt in multiple fights, and yes, he he always gets up, except for against Ruiz. And y'all act Ruiz was a bum. Ruiz is a bum. He did get up against Ruiz. Yeah, Ruiz is a bum. We're not acting like it. He is a bum. He's not a bum. He is absolutely a bum. He, you know, he he's a he's a champion relative to the current crop of heavyweights. He is a bum. Well, I mean, we have to. I mean, that's all we have to gauge off of. That's not right all now. we have to gauge off. I've seen other heavyweights. I know what good heavyweights look like. They don't look like Andy Ruiz. He's a bum. I'm not gonna fight you on that. <laughs> I'm exactly. not. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into an argument over Ruiz because I don't think he's anything special at all. Um, he, he, Look, the man just refused to get in shape. He got into a little bit uh, better shape for his last fight, but I'm just like, you could have been doing this the whole time. All right. Like, yeah, he lost that fight, though. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so, he know, did. You know why? Maybe, because maybe he should have kept eating that pizza and, pizza and beer. You, you know why? He, should, he shouldn't be a heavyweight. He's just fat. He shouldn't be. Like, he should probably be a, a, a cruiserweight or a light heavyweight if he was in shape. That's right, Sean. <laughs> yeah, he isn't wrong. Yeah, he isn't wrong by Ruiz. Look, guys, what I what I what have been what what have I been saying the last couple of weeks? Pick your battles, right? Yeah. I I wouldn't call Ruiz a bum, but if he calls him a bum, I'm not. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. Nah, I'm not gonna. I'm not, I don't want. I don't want to do that fight. <laughs> oh right. no, Raven, run! Oh no. 
that Steeler fan putting down that couple is the all-time champ. Jeez. <laughs> you hit that guy with that. It was like a right hook or something like that. That dude fell back in his seat. <laughs> 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 woke up like 10 seconds later. What's going on? <laughs> I think the screaming woke him up because he was definitely out, man. He was he kind of back in there like he didn't just get put to sleep. <laughs> Guys, listen, keep your hands to yourself. That's all yeah. I can say. Keep your hands to yourself. Uh, whether it's if, if you're with your significant other and they're getting out of control, man, reel them back in. Reel them yeah. back in. I mean, listen, you should have just told her you you wanted that fight. You take it. No, nah, man. Um, <laughs> look. Look, look, I'm I'm a, I'm 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 old head. I'm a little bit more old school. My woman isn't going to uh, isn't going to get in any any guy's face like that when I'm around, right? Like if if he disrespected her, I'll take care of that. But they just going back and forth, and it, and for what I heard, she just had too much to drink, and she was mm-hmm. going going off, and clearly that's what it was, right? Because the guy he tried to restrain himself because even when she slapped him initially, he didn't yeah. hit her, right? right? Yeah. He kind of caught back his hand a little bit, like you better move, you know what I'm saying, like. And then that's when the guy decided to get up. He was like, "Oh, I guess I should do something now." You should have done something when she told you to shut up. Did you did you see that part of it? He was trying to tell it calm down. She's like, "Shut up, shut up." No, that's when you should have pulled her down. Like, sit down, don't, don't say anything because because what that guy was waiting for, he was waiting for her man to get up. So he said, "Oh yeah, you, I can hit you. Yeah, I can yeah. hit you." And he and he that's said exactly how it went down. <laughs> oh my god. If it's the game, just leave if it's that serious. Absolutely, man. Like I said, keep your hands to yourself. It's a preseason game. It's a preseason game. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. And it's a Steelers preseason game. Like Mm. y'all, y'all trash anyway. Oh, where should get? Where should? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but um. Look, RIP to that guy and and probably, <laughs> probably and probably their marriage. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he got home, he just he probably on the phone with his lawyer. He's like, "Oh man, we got to talk." Uh, husband is dead. Long live her husband. He popped right <laughs> back up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a couple more comments and we are out of here. <laughs> yeah, um, let's see. Gunner says her husband caught that mink, mink, mink. Yeah, yeah, he caught a few of them. Bear says, y'all see the dude who yelled at his girl who thought a couple were drug dealers and he told her to shut <laughs> up and get in the car. I didn't see that. I didn't yeah. see that. A, a black couple. I, I believe they were at a, a gas station and the woman was you know, screaming at him and, and, and her boyfriend or husband or whoever came over and was like telling her to shut up and get in the car. <laughs> and she's like, he's a, he's a drug dealer. He's like, why? Because he's driving a Buick? <laughs> get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because what if they were? Yeah, that would end really badly for you. You got okay. You got I got stuff on me, right? Uh, you know, uh, you know, you, you got you trying to get my face on camera. Okay, well now I gotta pull out my I gotta pull out my piece and take care of it, right? Like no man, just mind your business. How much longer before EDC wants to choose his first head coach? Uh, three years ago, I think. <laughs> uh, now, how much longer before he gets to? I think it kind of depends on uh, what kind of playoff run they make this year, or if they if they make the playoffs, right? Like I said, it's gonna it's gonna be tough in the AFC, and if they start out slow, you know the, the Raiders are a team that can beat you, 
You know, if you're if you're not careful, you can lose that game. They, you know, if you're coming in rusty or, or or you know starting slow or whatever, and then you got the Chiefs week two, that can that's obviously you know you can lose that one, and then you're zero and two playing catch up in a really deep conference. So if they uh, if they miss the playoffs, I think he's gone. Yeah, and there have been rumors that EDC and, the, and, and Harbaugh weren't always on the same page and. EDC wanted to get rid of Harbaugh when he took over. Like that, that has been a rumor for a while that when he got to take over, he was going to get rid of Harbaugh. Sterling says his mom drives a beauty. Is your mom a drug dealer, Sterling? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Ready to get out of here? And Derek, this is not the kind of comment that we need when we're trying to bring peace between the Panthers and Ravens fans. Ravens to miss the playoffs <laughs> could be a nice bet if you feel strong on it. Okay, right, man. The Derek, so we should tease it. Derek's gonna be once we start the season, he's gonna be on uh, a short segment. He'll be giving you uh, some betting odds on some some of these games for some of you gambling degenerates out there. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we're shooting for uh, the eighth, the night night before the season starts for uh, for Derek to make his first appearance. Yeah, yeah. So All right, guys. Look out for that. Yes, yes. So with that, let's get to the overtime show. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, if you want to be a part of the overtime show, right above me, patreon.com slash LBHT show. All right, we'll be hanging out there. For our patrons, give us a, a couple minutes. Let us set up, and we will see you shortly. Everybody else, y'all have a good night, and we will see you next time. Peace out. LBHT crew. If you like what you hear, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. And if you'd like to support the show, you can check out the links in our description for merchandise, or you can visit patreon.com slash LBHT show for extra content. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.lbhtshow.com. And make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LBHT show. And thanks for spending your lunch break with us. We'll see you next time.